2: Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG Podcast, featuring Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. Hey,
4: Billy, let's run out in the forest together. That worked out for me really well last time. Abel Morrison
2: as Detective Billy McConnell. You've seen what we've seen that deadlight, the, dead the bubble monster Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Can't Stand your Bits what in the world where did you find that Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard we did establish there's no flamethrower which is a crying shame Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield
5: as soon as the going gets tough the Tallahassee gets
2: going and I am your game master the keeper of arcane lore Alex Morrison now grab onto some dice and your sanity let's roll
0: There are others out there that would recognize things. Others that are interested in, others others that are interested interested in my work, Bakersfield. You're not, not the only one. Others?
5: How could there be others? Isn't one Corbett enough for the world? <laughs> <laughs> you, think you think you've, think you've seen, seen evil, evil Bakersfield. You have
0: no one. There are other things out there, Bakersfield. God, the devil. These are older. Much, much older. much worse. As
5: hard as I tried, I couldn't get the things Corbett told me out of my head. That thing we found in his basement kept me up at night.
0: To
5: think that there are other things out there like it other things that are much worse. Now uh, ah, we got lucky going down into down Corpus basement. Down. What we saw down there for it. was the last thing I ever expected to see. What? 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 We can't afford to take that chance again. Whatever's waiting for us up in New Jerusalem, well, we've got to bring everything we've got. Some
0: things are made to do, made to do. like you, like you. A little, like little you bit, Baker's sales, created to do violence but some things are the perfect form of it. It's
5: beautiful. All right, this should be far enough. They thought I was crazy for thinking I could take down a squad of Germans with nothing but a net. Well,
0: look at me now. There are others out there that would recognize things. Others that are interested in my work, Bakersfield. You're not the only one. People I thought I only shared some of my interests, this occult fad that's going on, but no.
5: All right. So first things first. I gotta pour the salt out and create the circle. Okay. Now I've got to draw these weird patterns and start chanting. All right. Here goes nothing. Barellus, <laughs> Lebarum, Anniacio, Apergus, Acraeusm, Maloicia, Zequel, Zantarum reuin Baleorium, Acibus, Zeism, Taniekiein, Caliasio, Teuliam,
0: Treayashon. I've been in here for months, months, Bakersfield, Bakersfield. months, and here you are, still running around in circles. Uh, uh, All right, I said the words. Where is it?
5: Where is it? That didn't do anything. Stupid salt circle. Try again. Huh? Who said that? Uh, all right, if this doesn't work this time, I'm out of here. Forget the salt circle. Varelis, Libarum, Aniesio, Epergus, Acreosum, Maloesia, Zekul, Zantaran, Rewin, Baleorium, Acibus, Zeism, Taniakien, Caliacio, Teuleum, Tray-a-shon. What do you want from me, master? Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, hello there. Uh, <clears throat> yes. What can you tell me about the creature in New Jerusalem? Mm, I know nothing of what you speak. It's some kind of monster, some abomination created by a madman named Mr. Corbett. Ah, Yes, I know of him. Some kind of new abomination, if I had to venture a guess. That's it? Is there nothing else you can tell me? That is all I know. Be careful. Uh, okay, well, uh, be gone with you. Gladly. I didn't learn much from the creature I did learn one thing I can summon it anytime I want maybe the creature will come in handy Gotta get it right on the first try this time. There's no room for mistakes. Alright, stay calm. Remember that you've done this before. Just stay focused and you'll be fine. Just breathe. Remember what you're fighting for. You've got this. Varellis Libarum Aenecio. Major
2: Aloysius Bakersfield, you are speeding along I north. Wish. You are maybe about halfway to the, to Jameson's cabin. You're on the dirt road. You're heading north. You do remember and you spot another lane leading off to a farm. A farmstead that you passed, if you remember, on the way here. Uh, Jameson told you that was the Layton farm. Um, that you are coming up on the lane turning out that way in a moment on your way up to Jameson's cabin Uh, do you do anything or do you just drive by
5: Uh, I feel like I need to just keep driving um, that we're going to have to make a stand uh, in New Salem and that's the best way we're going to be able to protect these people is by making a stop stopping them there Okay. Plus, I'm a stranger. I don't think they're going (laughs) to... I drive up. There's monsters coming! Get in my car! (laughs) As you summon a monster. (laughs) I roll up, and I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) ...gesturing wildly to get in my car. (laughs) Yeah, I just drive by.
2: All right, so Bakersfield, all these thoughts flash through your head, and you grit your teeth, and... Steal your resolve as you drive, pi- drive past the lane leading off to the Leighton farm, feeling a pang of regret that you might not be able to save these people if they are still there. As you're driving up, Major Bakersfield, you decided, as you told me that you would like to start summoning, you told me that you would like to start casting Summon the Steed of Stars on your way up there. So, Bakersfield, how many magic points would you like to spend on this spell? You could spend anywhere from one to all of your magic points. How many magic points do you have? They regenerate like one hour, dude. Spend them all. Yeah, like one every hour. Oh. Which, uh. So, also, speaking of Tallahassee, since it's about 8 p.m., you cast your thing at. Like 8 a.m.? 9, 9. Yeah, so Tallahassee, your magic points are probably refilled completely. Nice. At this point. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's been more than 10 hours. Anyway, sorry. So, Major Bakersfield, how many magic points are you going to spend on this spell?
5: Um, I'm going to spend all ten.
2: Okay. Alright, so the way that this spell works is that for every one point of magic that you spend on this spell, you get ten percent chance to successfully summon this creature. So, if you spend all ten magic points, you will have a one hundred percent chance of summoning this creature unless you fumble your roll which is anything a 96 and above what this also does bakersfield is for every magic point you spend it costs an extra 5 minutes to cast the spell the idea being that the longer you spend casting the spell the higher the likelihood you are to succeed at it so with those 10 magic points that means the spell is also going to cost or take 50 minutes to completely cast. You did tell me that you were starting this just as you were heading out, so that means you should be completing this spell right about the time you get to Jameson's cabin. Also, Bakersfield, this spell costs 1d4 sanity points.
4: Oy.
5: All right. <laughs> I'm, rolling, so uh, I'm gonna
2: need. Cook. So I'm gonna need you to roll that
5: now. Do you want me to roll uh, for succeed first before I roll that?
2: No, I want you to roll the sanity right now. You you, you roll it when you spend it. You spend the sanity two. and the magic points. So you're okay. You lose two sanity points. You're down to thirty three. <laughs> you are down to thirty three, <laughs> and you are down to zero magic points, Bakersfield. So Bakersfield, as you're driving and you are speeding along, you are doing your best to focus on your driving while also uh, giving enough attention to this spell as you begin chanting the words of the ritual in order to summon whatever this insane, monstrous creature is that you have seen once before. Bakersfield, what does that chant sound like?
0: Oh
5: my gosh. <laughs> 94.
6: <laughs>
5: I rolled a 94. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
5: How much luck you got? <laughs> Ooh, I succeed. I didn't roll a fumble. I succeeded by two oh points. My God. Oh, wow. All 10 that points. was the only
2: way he would fail? Is if was the only way to fail that was if he rolled a 96 or above. Wow. Way to come cut it as close as possible. Major Bakersfield, you became you came within two points of failing your 100% success rate spell. That is
5: insane (laughs) Nothing like by the skin of my teeth
2: Bakersfield you are struggling To focus with all of this Going on with the stress of getting up To Jameson in time The stress of whatever is coming towards you right now uh, The regret from passing The latent farm without being able to do anything About it as you said Who's going to believe a random stranger that's yelling That monsters are coming You're focusing on your driving You're trying to focus on your chanting and you can feel it almost slipping away from you, but you manage to barely hang on to these words as you're chanting them on your way up, getting closer to the cabin of your friend and comrade, Grant Jameson. One thing you notice as you are getting appro- as you are approaching there, Jameson's cabin is deep in the woods, back up here on these roads. And as you start pulling into these woods, you realize it's a lot darker in these woods than it was outside of them and got darker a lot sooner in here than it did across the rest of the area.
0: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
4: Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a T-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods
2: alright Dom Card, Dr. Simeon Tallahassee Turner you guys are in Denny's um you guys have finished fortifying you have everything boarded up the windows are boarded on both floors Uh, it has been dark now for probably about 30 minutes you hear a lot of chaos going on outside um Along with Goodman Gray, his uh, his four men, uh, you have <clears throat> uh, Abraham Harvey, the general store owner, who seems somewhat cowardly, though he's he's tentatively holding a firearm in his hand. You have Ishmael Graves, though, while he's old, uh, he, he looks like a man who's got some guts and knows how to handle himself. Over at one of the tables, uh, while he's holding a... Uh, An old service revolver that appears to not have seen much use since maybe the Civil War uh, and is drinking way too much alcohol is the former Constable Robert Morgan
1: Is Dom with him?
2: Yeah, Dom's over there talking to him, asking him if he knows how to work with Flamethrower. So
1: you just pull this trigger here, right? (laughs) You
2: You also have You gotta uh,
1: prime it You gotta prime it first
2: you have Daniel Ames, the butcher. Uh, he's holding a rifle, and he also has a, an assortment of uh, knives around his person. Is he standing near the baker and the candlestick maker? Uh, he is standing near the baker, who is Ishmael. <laughs> I, already ma- I already made that joke. What? I already made that joke. You earlier. did? Yeah.
1: When? Why are you stealing his jokes? Because they're funnier
7: when
2: I say them. Yeah. Oh, they are. Oh, they too they, sh- are, they hey. are funny. Uh, you have Constable Ezekiel Dawkins, who has a an old Colt single action army that he is holding, uh, much uh, very similar to Tallahassee Turner's. Tallahassee's kind of looking at his and looking back at back at his own, looking at stupid Ezekiel Dawkins' dumb hat and long coat, like he's some sort of cool cowboy <laughs> adventurer. But he looks like some kind of cheap knockoff. It definitely ain't <laughs> um, famous. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> How many books does he have? He's exactly.
2: Probably zero. I've never heard of him at all. You've never heard of him at all, Tallahassee? Nope. He looks like some sort of dime store knockoff of a Tallahassee Turner. He just wants to be me. Oh, the mayor's there. Goodman Gray is there, though you don't see any weapons on his person.
7: It's because he's a shapeshift. He is the weapon.
2: Um, He is the danger. <laughs> okay, is there anything you guys want to do? You hear there's a lot of talking. Um, I tell the everybody over in the... to shut
1: up, and I'm going to do a listen roll to see if I can hear any pitter-patters of some apophagi.
2: Um Okay, uh, have you guys barricaded the door yet? Uh, Billy McConnell has not yet returned, and neither has Major Bakersfield. Are you guys closing up the door and barricading it so for the siege? So I, Or are you waiting? I went out,
4: and I drew a couple of X's on the map. Yeah. So the big X with a circle, that's where... Uh, can't stand your bits, did the beefing.
1: That's
2: where, yeah. That is well, where he, I beefed. He, That's where he beefed. You did a beef, well, didn't a you do a beef trail leading you over here?
1: Yeah, I I beefed all the way over to Denny's from the center of
2: town. Okay, yeah, you beefed all the way from the center of town yeah. up to Denny's. <laughs> the butcher and I beefed so, all the way yeah. to Denny's. Well, yeah, I'm assuming you beefed every few feet.
1: <laughs> well, in order for you know. this to work, like, I had a beef and then he had a beef. Like, they're like... I, I can't believe how much beefing we did. Alternating beefs.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you can't just continuously beef from one end of town You'd to the other. You'd be surprised like, what a
1: butcher and a psychologist can do when it comes to I beefing. I th-
2: assume there had to be some intermittent <laughs> beefing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we got <laughs> let's just say that it was a thorough beefing that happened. Alright, All right. we have a thorough beefing from the center of town leading off to Denny's. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like a grand slam in the making.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you the... call it, you, you could call it a meat lovers uh
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. meat lovers. A meat lover's skillet a
2: meat lovers skillet. Yeah. Um... <laughs> that's what that's what Cancy Angie Bates is calling this trap. It's the meat lover's skillet.
1: <laughs> They'll never see it coming.
2: It does look like a panhandle Beef on the map. <laughs> All right, so uh, what, what are these booty traps you're laying out here in Tallahassee? Oh, traps. Booby traps. Booby traps. Uh, that's what I said, booby traps. Yeah, so the X's are the booty traps that I was laying.
4: The booty traps. booty traps. <laughs> traps. That's what it is. Booby traps. So the other X's are where I beefed on cars. <laughs> Those are the X's where I beefed on cars and also planted di- dynamite. Wait, didn't you have a
1: book called the uh, the Beefing? Yeah.
5: Tallassy Turner and the Beef Traps. <laughs>
7: <laughs> We're gonna have like 20 minutes of usable audio. On this <laughs> you realize the name of the episode's gonna be The Beefing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I want to make sure that you know there wasn't just beef in the butcher's shop, okay? There was also some pork. So I'm assuming there's a fair amount of pork in there. <laughs> oh yeah, the butcher and I poured just the crap beefing. out of
1: that place. Yeah. Um, he used a sausage. There was some pork sausage. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, we we Yeah, there is a variety of meats. Grabbed onto <laughs> some pork chops, ribs, yeah, shoulder, yeah. <laughs> pork shoulder. Grabbed onto that pork shoulder and
2: Yeah. Yep. Okay, so you parked some cars there and you dynamited them and beat yes. them.
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sam.
2: So we got some we got some beefy vehicles and some beefy booty traps. <laughs> Booby traps. Booby traps.
6: <laughs> Sick
2: what i said (laughs) beefy booty traps okay all right i'm just i'm just all right so tallahassee turner is out there kind of setting this stuff up uh right now also so we got dom junkard and dr simeon um let's see is there anything to roll here for For (laughs) roll for beef yeah do i need to have you roll for beef um well I guess you're just laying down dynamite and running some fuses back from so that's not exactly complicated so I don't think there's anything all right okay so Tallahassee you're out there doing that right now um uh Dr Simeon and uh uh Dom card you're inside um do you want to is there anything you want to do inside there do you want to talk to anybody do you want to Yeah, I want a crash
7: course on how to use the flamethrower so that I can actually use the flamethrower, and I really want good stats in flamethrowing.
2: All right, well, you don't really have enough time to get good stats in (laughs) flamethrowing at the moment. Like, sorry to break it to you, my dude. Uh, But um, because there actually is just a straight-up flamethrower skill. Firearm flamethrower. Uh, what if you also so... set up the flamethrower
4: out there with the beef booty traps booby traps that's what I said booby traps beef booby traps so so that you don't burn down the tap how there, would actually. I set up the
7: flamethrower with a a the wall rope that so doesn't make like any sense let me be- a rope
1: so I got an idea I can I can you know I can uh, disguise you so you just have to go out there yes, on the let's ground beef me and I'll beef on you and uh you, you have a
4: mean wait that's a bad get in, idea get inside the baby shark cut open its arms and legs and stuff and wear it like a suit we wear already like a
7: suit. we've already yeah i'll oh, use the baby shark as a suit you are the I shortest Good of idea. Us all. <laughs> yeah and uh i will be a decoy and then i will jump up yeah. and
2: flamethrower yeah. all of the so i'm fine so uh Pete, i'm fine with giving you like a base range of using it cuz you know like your fire like handguns and 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 rifle and shotgun have that base range on there, um, so I'm fine with giving you a base range in your in your flamethrower, so you don't have just like a one percent or a zero. I'm right. this. Um, you know, so I mean, it's a flamethrower. It's a it's a similar concept. You just point and pull the trigger. I don't know. I actually had to shoot a flamethrower, so I could be way off. Um,
1: you got to prime it. You got to pump it and prime you it. You got to pump it and prime it. And then then you can then uh, you light it, and then the pressure
5: pushes it out. When the pressure pushes it it goes. Skoom.
7: Okay, so your regular like firearms rifle is twenty five percent. Can I just have the twenty five?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I will give you the twenty five.
7: Yes, twenty five.
2: Um, and that might be way generous, but who cares?
7: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that's right. fine. I'm
7: fine. Um, with um that. I'm flamethrowering all the beef, so it can be nice okay. and, and medium. One rare. of the
2: one of um. Oh, nice! Yeah, that helps get the smell out there. Um, okay, so yeah, one of Goodman Gray's one of Goodman Gray's men is giving you kind of a rundown on how to run it. So this is how you get your twenty five, your base percent here is them uh, giving you the basic rundown on how to f- run a flamethrower. All right, so Doctor Simeon, can I roll a listen? Uh, yeah, go for it. What are you listening for?
1: <clears throat> uh, Pitter patter of the of the smoothies. Uh, okay. Um, so, yeah, 60 out of 70 on a listen.
2: Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so you're listening. You don't hear uh, the pitter-patter of smoothie feet. Um, do I hear anything? But you do, you hear a lot, yeah, you hear a lot of chaos outside. Um, and you hear gunshots going off. Um, screams. You know it's all muffled it's all outdoors but yeah there's a lot of chaos going on right now you hear some of the conversations going around Um, people kind of talking to each other the constable and goodman gray are kind of having an exchange Uh, you hear them you know kind of mumbling to each other they keep looking over towards the mayor uh, who's looking very nervous and he's just kind of standing over uh, in the corner near the bar he glances over at you, kind of makes contact, eye contact with you, for a second, and he makes, looks over to Goodman Gray and Constable Dawkins for a second, and then looks back at you, and he just, he looks extremely nervous.
1: Um, I guess I can't really roll a psychology, can I? Because I don't know what's actually going on
2: or what they're saying. Um. Uh, yeah, you can't hear. You, you just you can kind of you can hear the, that they are talking, but you can't make out any words as to what's what they're discussing.
1: If I can, I roll another listen, and if I get like a hard or extreme success, can I read their lips or something?
2: Uh, you don't have the skill for reading lips. You'd have to get closer, and then yeah, um, try to overhear. Can I stealth saying. over there? Yeah. All right. It wouldn't necessarily be like a sneak. This would more be like uh, just trying to look inconspicuous uh, as a nonchalant, I... you know, and yeah, inconspicuous and unsuspicious yeah. as you. Uh, so, okay. Oh, I'm probably not going to get it
1: because I never get my stealth. But all right, here we go. Good. Right. It's worth a shot. <laughs> Fifteen, baby. Woo! Out a twenty-two.
2: You freaking guy. You, you can check, you can check, you can check,
1: you can check. Somebody double check, check that cheating, my butt. cheating cheater. He's pretty freaking lucky. That's 15. Dude, how, how, I'll give you two how? reasons, Alex. There's one, there's two.
2: Don't, I don't want either <laughs> of those reasons. Stop flipping me off, Donovan.
1: Gosh.
2: Doctor's orders. You're flipping don't me off already me with your dice rolls. <laughs> Every dice roll you give me is like a bird. Okay, so I'm, I'm closer to him. Do okay, to really so... Him? You very weirdly... Why weirdly? <laughs> are so... <laughs> somehow managed to inconspicuously uh, meander your way over. You kind of just, like... You got, like, a hammer and, like, a board, and you just, like, <laughs> hammering it on, like, a table. Like, and you move over and kind of do it, like, at another table closer by. Um... And they don't, for some reason, notice you. Freaking suspenders-clad psychologist ninja. <laughs> um, so as you get closer, yeah, you do start to pick up on some of their conversation. Um, uh, and you hear Gray <coughs> and and Zeke Dawkins. Says, you know, absolutely, Mr. Dawkins, that could be... A position for you in our organization. Um, As you can see, the uh, good mayor has most likely outlived his usefulness. Especially with the fall of this place and the culmination of our efforts here with the acquisition of the creature. Uh, We will not be needing his services any longer. Ah, yeah... I can I can understand that. Not that he was ever all that effective, as it was. You know, he's you know he's an idiot, Gray. You know that he's a moron. I did suspect, which though well, he was a useful moron, his stupidity actually made him quite handy. He didn't ask a lot of questions, which is what I like. If you understand my meaning. There, Dawkins. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah, that believe do. Well, Dawkins, if you uh, would like to solidify your place in our organization, then I would like to see you handling this loose end before the night is over. Ah, yeah. Ah. Yeah. I can see my way to doing that there, Mr. Gray. Shouldn't be a any- new. Much trouble, everything going on here. Don't you worry, just keep my seat warm at the table. So, um, and then they kind of glance up, and they both, uh, Dawkins glances over and kind of looks over towards the mayor. And they kind of look around, he goes, uh, Gray walks off, goes over to talk to one of his men and Dawkins kind of goes and peeks through one of the cracks in the boarded up window nearby he checks his revolver again checks uh, the ammo that he's got um, on his belt what do you do Simeon? so
1: right away I go over to the mayor and start talking to him about what I just heard
2: so as you walk up, he looks around. He looks at you. He's looking nervous. He looks over to the driver that's standing nearby. The the driver uh, gets in between the two of you, and he's like, Oh, what do you need, Doc? What are you, what are you looking for here?
1: Oh, I just, uh, you know. can I help you? No, you can't help me at all. I was just going to go talk to the mayor real quick. I got some uh, strategies I want to go over with him with.
2: Go over with him with? I don't think you need to do that. I think he's he's a, he's a busy man. He's, uh, you know, he's the mayor. He's the mayor of a mayor of an important town. He doesn't need to he's, He doesn't need to be dealing with this right now. He's got a lot on his
1: back. Oh, Well, a matter of fact, he does have to be dealing with this because he is, in fact, the mayor of this town. So how about you just do me a favor and uh, get out of my way?
5: Flash your suspenders at him. Why don't you just
1: do me a favor and hit the brakes? Why don't you do me a favor Punch him. Punch and uh, Leaf. get off the brakes?
2: Why don't you do me a favor and get out of here? Why don't you do me a f-
5: <laughs> Slap him in the face with a piece of beef. So, I'm like, I'm like, uh, hey, uh, hey, hey, hey,
2: hey, doctor. How you doing, mayor? What's, what, what do you need? No mayor, it's all right. Yeah, I, I got this. Why don't you just hang back there? You yeah, go I don't think you need to tell him what to do. No, it's okay. I, I, I don't. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind talking to the, the good doctor here. He, he's a psychologist, right? And I know it's a soft science, but <laughs> I maybe could use a little bit of a soothing. You know what? I was going to tell you it's that uh, this guy's going to
1: murder you, but you know, screw you, man. I'm out of here. He's a
2: soothie. <laughs> this a He's soothy. trying to. He's... <laughs> I could use a soothee. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, well, no, I just wanted to go over with uh, some strategy, just so you're in on the loop. Being the mayor of the town and all, I thought it would be prudent information for you to know right away.
2: I think that sounds that sounds like a great idea, Doctor. Doctor, can't stand your uh, heads. Strategies and, and, uh, and whatnot. Uh, it's very necessary at the moment for the mayor to uh, know what's going on and have a battle plan ready to defend his town. Isn't that right? No, that's not right, Mayor. I think you're good. Doctor, I think you need to get out of here. Well, uh, I can't go anywhere. We're barricaded in this place, so... Uh, why don't you just walk over there to the other side? Look at that. There's lots of space over there. Mayor, take a walk with me over here, would you? No, he's not going to do that. He's a free He's a free agent. He
1: can do what he wants. He's a busy man. You said that, but he clearly wants to talk to me, so why don't you uh, back off?
2: Look, Doctor, I'm telling you right now, you're not gonna talk to him. I'm not gonna let him go. You need to get out of here. We got a lot more things to worry about at the moment. We got a lot of things happening. Why don't you worry about that? And why don't you worry about your own skin right now?
1: All right. So I'm gonna go talk to Percival real quick. I'm like, all right, all right. I don't. I don't all right. I'll go. I'll go to the other side of the room. Okay. So I go over to Percival. <clears throat> I'm like, doctor. Hey, your know, purse. Yeah. Um, I just heard some very disturbing news that, uh, the constable and, uh, Graywood, whatever his name Goodman is. Gray. Goodman Gray. Goodman Gray is, is gonna kill the mayor. Okay.
2: Uh, tonight. Okay. Um, the mayor has some valuable... That's probably the least disturbing news I've heard tonight.
1: Uh, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue.
1: Okay, well, I have some le- I have the least disturbing news to tell you tonight. Um, okay. They're going to kill the mayor. Okay. During all the hubbub. Um, he has obviously has some valuable information about this organization that Gray has that he's yeah. trying to recruit the constable yes. into. So, I need to tell the mayor, and we need to find a way
2: to protect him. No, you're right, doctor. Uh, I know of the organization. I have a few contacts, but they're very low level, and... If we could get some more information about who might be in charge, somebody who's higher up on this that we could use to exploit. Well I know Goodman Gray is up there because he is definitely recruiting for them. He seems important, yes, but he is that he is he is a hard customer, I can tell you that. I've seen a lot of hard cases and he's one of the hardest. Well, um, we need to figure this out before it gets too dark. Um, Look, you said he had information, right? Is there any way you can make him tell you? Goodman? The mayor. No. Um, no, the mayor.
1: Yeah, well, I can't get to the mayor because uh, they got one of their goons protecting or keeping him away from them. So that's what I came to talk to you about. I need you to create a distraction or get the goon away.
2: Okay. Yeah, if yes, if... If I can get you to the mayor, can you... You're not going to have a lot of time, and Goodman Gray's no fool. He's going he's to hes going to have an idea of what we're trying to do. Can you work fast enough that you're only going to have one shot at this?
7: I noticed these guys talking, and I come over to, to chat with them. What's up? Oh, what's
1: up, Dom? Did hey, you get the get flamethrower figured out. out? I did. I now have 25%. So I fill Dom in and on, on, on what's going on and what we need to do. So
7: maybe we uh, have some sort of distraction... Uh, you can go beef on them
4: while I talk to the mayor.
1: Yeah, I can beef right on his chest. The beef's
2: all gone. It's out in the street. Don't worry about that, uh, don't worry about that, Doctor. Uh, Dom and I, we, we can handle a distra- distraction. You just need to get, you just need to get to the mayor and you need to get that information as quick as possible. You need to find out who is the one calling the shots, who is, who's been paying him all this time to keep an eye on this situation. Done.
1: All right, we go beef all over them. <clears throat> I could use my command of the wizard.
2: <laughs> um, you very much could use command of the wizard. You basically get one command, uh, but that would be, but if you come, if you succeed on that, he would be forced to do what you say. Yeah. Um, it costs one magic point and one point of sanity to cast command of the wizard.
1: Okay. All right. I'm going to do that. I'm going to. Com- do do the command of the wizard then.
2: Okay. But you also have not cast this spell I know. before. So, so let's there let's get might this be going. little shenanigans to do this. Alright, sweet. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to find out what's gonna happen when you roll some dice. Except for it's gonna see you can get like a two
6: <laughs> <laughs> So he needs a hard
2: pal roll, right? Yeah. But he's gonna do that once he gets up there and cast the spell. So, all right. So, uh, so you guys get a plan. You guys all put your hands together in the middle. Ready, break,
1: ready.
7: Wait, hold on.
2: Should I do it on the mayor just to get all the information
1: that I need from him, or should I do it on the guy to get him away from the mayor? Wait, who's with the mayor? Who's so the driver's with the mayor? Yeah. He won't let me get talk to the mayor. The driver at all. is is one of the goons. You. Yeah, he's he's keep <laughs> blocking me. So I gotta—I either got to use the command on him and get him away, or I can use it, the command on the mayor and get all the information while you guys distract the guy. I feel like either one would... I guess it doesn't matter. All right, yeah, I'm just going to use it on the goon.
2: You're to use it on the goon? Yeah. So you don't want these guys to make a distraction?
1: Yeah, we'll
7: make the distraction. You use command of the wizard on the mayor, and he will tell you
1: all that you need to know. Okay, and that is, I need to ask, I need to, I need, I need to know who's the head of the organization, and, and that's what I need to know.
7: Yeah, like any who's information been you him. can get out of who's giving him orders, and how we can find them, and anything you
1: can find out about the Deveros. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Scratch, yeah, let's just talk about the Deveros. <laughs> All, right. All right, I'm just going to ask him, tell me everything you know about the organization. And the
2: Deveros. Um, and the it's gotta be. Yeah. It's got to be more specific than that. Well, that's what I was thinking. I only got one command, yeah. you gotta, so uh, it needs to be,
1: um... Ask about the boss. Tell me who's paying you. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that'll work. Because he might not know who the actual All right. boss is. So what's is. going yeah. to be our
2: distraction, Percy? Um, <laughs> Don't Don't worry, drunk car. Just follow my lead. Let's do All this. All right, I follow his lead. Okay, so, uh... So, uh, Dom and Percy, you guys walk over near the driver... And uh you he uh, positions himself on the other side of, of the driver from you. And then he uh Percival kinda walks up and bumps into you and the driver. He's like, Look out, drunkard, I am walking here. Well maybe you need to walk on the other side
7: of town where the smoothies are not get eaten. Maybe so,
2: you should walk stupid. straightly. And not drunkenly like you always do. Drunkard. Well maybe. You And then he pushes you a little bit.
7: And then I kind of shove him back, but you know, the driver I'm getting, you know, a good portion of the driver then pushing him. Oh yeah, well maybe you need to kiss my butt. Oh those are fighting words, drunkard. Maybe that's the the reason that you're so obsessed with the smoothies is because you are a smoothie.
2: You take that back. You take that back, Drunkard. Those are really the last words you've ever spoken. Your mom's a smoothie.
6: <laughs> I'll
7: take your mom back behind the woodshed.
6: <laughs>
2: you've got too far, Drunkard. Your mom's a smoothie. You were barfed out of your mom's mouth.
6: <laughs>
2: and then he starts, he starts jumping into you. He starts jumping into you, but jumping into the driver who's in between the two of you guys. This is hold me back hold me back and he starts shoving and you guys are shoving into the driver in between you guys he grabs onto your shoulders around the driver and you and he pulls you down to the ground as you guys start wrestling we tackle
7: the driver together take that and that drunkard i pretend like i'm punching percy and i punch the driver you're a
2: ne'er do well and a scofflaw you're a nothing but a okay dr simeon
1: what
7: are
2: you doing
1: my mind went blank you're
7: nothing i'm I'm
2: casting the command of the beast do i need to do a power roll now did you say the command of the beast yeah so uh, this the guy in the middle is like what are you guys doing get get out of here what get off me get off me uh so dr simeon once you see them kind of topple to the ground yeah you i run over to the mayor yeah dr simeon just makes a beeline straight towards the mayor He's looking at this commotion on the ground. He looks up at you. You guys make eye contact. And Dr. Simeon, roll your hard pow roll. I need you to spend one magic point and one point of sanity. Do it. All right.
1: Down to 63 on sanity, 11 on magic points.
2: Okay, your pow is 60. You need to get 30 or below. What'd you get? I got a 69
1: but I do have a lot of luck.
2: So So, you have a couple options in this situation. You have to get... Yeah, you can spend 39 luck. Um, I don't know if you can actually spend luck on a casting roll, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Can I push the roll? You can push the roll, uh, Dr. Simeon. And um, if you push the roll you will succeed in casting the spell. You have to pay the cost of the spell again, so that'll be another magic point and another sanity point. Sanity, okay. But if you fail, uh, there can be some dire consequences, including, um, well, some dire consequences that you're not going to find out unless you fail casting your spell.
1: Well... I don't think if I already failed, I don't want to do that. Well, you fail. This is
2: if you push. The thing is, though, you push the roll and you cast the spell again. You succeed casting the spell. So no matter what, you will succeed on casting the spell. But if you fail your hard pal roll, you'll have to deal with some extra consequences. But you will succeed casting the spell.
1: But I don't want those consequences, even (laughs) if I succeed. Because I could persuade him with a good enough story to tell him to tell me what I need to know, because Don't be he's weak. gonna die. So I think I'm just gonna beeline it to him while they're scuffling and just kind of tell him, like, uh, "You're you're you're the dead at the end of the night. I need you to tell me everything you know, and we'll do our
2: best to protect you." This is true. Or you could do the cool dramatic thing.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Fine. Remember how you fought an alien space fighter? Yeah, it sucked.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it was no, not not a just good name. Name. <laughs> I'm not gonna
2: I'm not gonna make you do what you don't wanna do, but uh, so just it's flash your, your
5: your beef at him and persuade him. Oh man.
2: Alright. Um, I'm going for the power roll. Uh the the alternative though too is that if you um um, if you, whenever you try to cast this spell again in the future, unless you go back and completely relearn the spell, it will be a pushed cast roll. So,
1: Hmm. That's the dire consequence then?
2: No. Um, it's just after you failed it the first time, um, unless you go back and completely relearn the spell all over again, if you try and cast the spell again, that will be considered the pushed cast roll. Even if you try to again, you know, in two weeks it would still be that okay. same push cast roll. I just, all right. So well. either you're going through this now or the next time you try and cast the spell, which, you know, is fine because it might not be in as dangerous of a situation. Um, or you can go back and relearn the spell all over again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. All right. Down to 62 sanity, 10 magic points. Here we go.
5: 91. Oh! Oh! <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay oopsie alright your head explodes alright who's paying
1: you and then <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay so Dr. Simi you cast the spell a second time so I need you to take one more um magic point down and one more sanity down I did sanity, now you, okay alright and now I'm I need you to roll D- I need you to roll a d6 oh jeez Two. Two. Okay. Okay. Alright. So Dr. Simeon, you you walk up to him and you make eye contact and um Oh yeah, there's one more aspect of the spell that I forgot. But we'll do that in one second. You make eye contact with the mayor for just a second and um uh you 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 get the the form of the spell in your head that you read from the book and you speak uh your command out loud towards the mayor as you release your will on the spell at first it feels like it hits this kind of brick wall in your mind as you're trying to force your will out in the way that it explained it in the tone that you read and it's not working and for a second you feel like maybe you're just going to give up and walk away and then you decide instead you're going to instead you you buckle down and you push through this wall in your mind and it breaks it cracks through and you feel your will propel out from your mind and go directly into the mayor who's standing in front of you there seems to be some sort of stronger solid connection that is made in your eye contact t- together and when this happens you say to him who is paying you the money to watch to watch Corbin and Chip? okay and as you say that um Okay, so your part of the penalty is it you need you have to it's going to cost you magic points equal to uh, your magic the magic points spent times what you rolled on the d six two. Okay, so two more magic points and two more sanity points. Okay, so um, I'm down at and eight and sixty. Yeah, and also you feel there's some kind of strange ripple that goes out from you, and you hear in the walls uh, the squeaks of a few mice um, as this ripple goes out. That's all the effect that you seem to see from it. But now I need you to make an opposed roll from your POW against the mayor's pal, to see if you can, to see if you can successfully command him with your, with your spell.
1: With your <laughs> paleness. Oh, don't film me now. Eight. Freaking a. Oh, ho, 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 ho. it's extreme success.
2: Uh, the mayor rolled a seventy-nine. Well, that so there's that Dr. Simeon rolling <laughs> back at it so after you push through the, the brick wall in your own mind it comes in contact very shortly with what feels like a tissue paper willpower that is the mayor's but uh, the force of your powerful will Dr. Simeon just crashes right through that of Mayor Jedediah Marsh, and your command goes directly into his mind. Um, right now, Doctor Simi can't stand your bits. I need you to roll a D10. Oh boy! One, <clears throat> one. Okay, you yep. can permanently permanently increase your pal by one point. Oh my god.
1: Alright, sixty one. <laughs> <It is. laughs> Technically
2: I rolled a D ten, so that would be a ten. Oh, okay. So yeah. <laughs> no, just okay. Just one. So the command pushes through into the mayor's mind and he looks at you and you see his eyes dilate for a second. And then as the command enters into his mind, he looks at you and he opens his mouth and he says he says Maya Sidel of Ockham <gasps> oh, oh,
5: no baby. wonder he was friends with Corbett. Yeah. Info.
4: Didn't I call You're that Billy at the very beginning? You the town. called Yeah. Me, you
7: son of a gun.
1: Remember what I said. Okay, hold
4: on. Okay, let's get this
1: crap with over Corbett? with. What are my penalties? Where are the rest <laughs> of my penalties? That's it. So the mayor was in
5: on it. Yeah. That was it.
2: Yeah.
1: Back in season one? Yeah, in season one. Remember when we were with the cops? But so is it a so is it a push roll every time now or do I have to relearn nope. it?
2: You in don't in have to no, nope. you don't have to do that ever again. Now when you cast that spell, you just cast it. You'll still have to make an opposed POW roll versus somebody okay. else's POW, because you have to push through their will in order gotcha. to, to affect them with this spell.
1: Oh man, I thought it was gonna be like, uh yeah, you're found a madness and
2: you're a smoothie now. Yeah. Yeah, you suddenly become smooth. Well, you've always been a smoothie. That definitely happens.
1: That's that's already. I'm smoother now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Major Aloysius Bakersfield, Uh, your headlights going along on this dirt, this narrow dirt trail, was lighting up the trees. You're driving along maybe a little faster than you probably should be, and you, fi- and you see the headlights finally light up the uh, outline of the Jameson cabin as you come skidding to a stop. Uh, as your headlights were dancing through the trees, it was playing tricks on you almost. It almost seemed like there were figures and movement all over the place. As you come pulling up, you park, you jump out of the car, and just as you do, you pull the whistle out of your pocket, and you blow the whistle into the night air looking up at the stars that are lit overhead as it is now full dark. You release the spell that you've been casting for the last 50 minutes narrowly succeeding (laughs) Um, as the call goes up into the air and out into the ether and wherever it might be that this creature lives. There's a part of you that knows that it heard it And so now all you have to do is wait until it arrives. But as you come running up, uh, you see some lights on inside the Jameson cabin and the door is shut. But as you come running up in the woods, just to the west, not too far away, you start to hear the sounds, the screeches and roars of something approaching Billy McConnell as you and Ezra Denny pull up outside of a darkened shack over on the eastern side of town you climb out you give Ezra a look as you both check your firearms one more time bring them up into a ready position start heading towards this darkened shack, though it appears to have some, some sort of firelight on the inside. But you also, at this same time, begin to hear screeches and roars and screams from the west side of town. No! As it appears that you are running out of time. Tallahassee Turner. Uh, you are outside finishing setting up your booty traps.
1: Booby traps. Booby traps.
2: That's, that's what I said Booby traps. You finish planting the dynamite. You're set up the beef traps and you are putting the finishing touches on your final trap that you have prepared as you also on the west side of town begin to hear screams of a different kind coming from lungs and and larynxes that do not sound human though mixed in you do hear the screams of humans as they are approaching to the west though the night is obscured with smoke and fire and the sounds of chaos are everywhere, you know that the creatures have arrived and they are making their way towards you and the rest of this town.
4: I go I go running back into the tavern to warn the fellows and I say, gents, get your blenders. It's time to whip some smoothies.
1: All right, hey everyone, this is Donovan. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review, share this with your buddies, and check us out at patreon.com forward slash Files, where you can sign up to get some cool bonuses or eye and support your favorite freaking show. Thanks again for being an Arkham Files listener.